Good morning, good morning, good morning, everybody. How are you guys doing today? Today is Monday, May 16th, and I'm your boy, Christian Israel, and you are tuned in to Christ and Crypto in the Morning. This is the second section, if you're watching this later, called the Daily Topics, and boy, do we have one for you. Today, guys, we're gonna discuss Sam Bankman-Fried, or Fried, how you want to say it, the CEO of FTX. He says Bitcoin has no future. And he's gonna discuss why. We're also gonna discuss the IMF lifting and lifts the weights of the Chinese Yuan and the US dollar in the SDR basket. We're also gonna talk about a DeFi thread by uh, talking about the consequences of last week with Terra Luna based on the rest of projects. And then where those projects that were on Terra Luna, where are they gonna go? Are they gonna migrate to another direction? We're gonna see, we're gonna talk about that today. I appreciate you guys hanging out with me. Make sure you do the social media thing, like, subscribe, follow me, you know, whatever, all that stuff. I hate the self-promotion aspect of it, but it's part of social media. So if you wanna help the channel out, I truly appreciate you guys. There's no sponsors here except you who come and choose to watch it. Of course, you got Twitter, TikTok, and all the other things. All right, so without further ado, guys, let's go ahead and jump on to the show. And I'm going to fade this over and we're going to get big screen and bang. Let's go ahead and jump right into it. Let me take a trick coffee. Okay, okay, okay. So right off the jump, this is Markets Insider. It launched two hours ago. It dropped and I said, yeah, we're going to talk about this. FTX boss Sam Bankman-Fried believes Bitcoin has no future as a payments network. Why? Because it's a proof of work system. And proof of work means it cannot scale up. That's what that's what they say. Proof of work means it cannot scale up. It's not a ban on Bitcoin. You think they'll be mad at him now? There are all the Bitcoin maxes are mad at Brad Garlinghouse and Joel Katz. Right? Because they hate Bitcoin. Well, here's a guy who's made his wealth in crypto who runs the best exchange in America. Right? Their name is on an arena in Miami. It used to be American Airlines Arena, now it's FTX. They run Miami. And he is telling you right now, Miami, Bitcoin City, Bitcoin won't work. It has no future as a payments network. As a payments network, there's the key. As a payments network. Because it's proof of work system means it can't scale up. He says here, that was in an interview, a Financial Times interview on Monday. And let's see here. Believe Bitcoin still has a future. I don't think I need to go into uh, into a bunch of stuff there because we know what that means. Proof of work, the mathematic algorithm using mining um, will not work as a payment scale. It's not fast enough. It's not quick enough. Same thing, right? It's not cheap enough. Uh, it's just not scalable. There are multiple other ones. Dogecoin is a better payment network than Bitcoin. And I'm not even a Dogecoin person. Mainly, why? Because you can't use something that has 21 million. Yeah, it goes all the way to Satoshi's, right? That's it. Why? I don't think that's enough. Okay? Unless there are, you know, the people in Bitcoin that own Bitcoin will be the new rich folks looking down on other people. It won't change, right? And that's going to do with a lot of systems. But if you're going to be in a payment system, I suggest you get in the correct payment system. And what could be a correct payment system? Well, guys, that can be anything from... XRP, XLM, Dogecoin, Shiba Nu is better, <laughs> right? Anything that's quick, fast, and in a hurry, okay? 
So that's what we want to talk about there. It's not going to be too long on this. I don't need to go much into this. Just do your research. Bitcoin's a great store of value for those who bought Bitcoin in 2017. If you bought Bitcoin in 2017, you're in a great place. If you wait long enough, we'll be right back to where we were in 2017 and you will get a chance to make some money. Just be patient. Just be patient. Speaking of being patient, I have been waiting for these things to happen for the longest time. And this is today's, well, this was Friday, Saturday. IMF lifts weighting of dollar, Chinese yuan, and SDR basket. Now, we haven't talked about these in a while. And this is an article we're going to go into just a little bit more than we did the other one. And it says here, the International Monetary Fund on Saturday, said on Saturday, it has increased the weighting of the U.S. dollar and Chinese yuan. Both of those. Remember, we're talking about a dual, we've been talking about a dual system, right? Two different payment networks, two different superpowers, two different world currencies ran differently. One ran by the IMF, right? Well, they're all going to be run by the IMF, but you're going to have two different sides, China and the U.S. I spoke about this plenty of times and I can't wait. I'm going to have to go back and look through videos and play these and clip these together and show you what I see and that we are on our way. So this is the first time since the Yuan, also known as the Renbi, joined the basket of currencies in 2016. Okay, so it just happened. And we talked about that as well in 2020 about this. So here's the important part. The IMF raised the U.S. currency weighing to, so from 43.38, right? U.S. currencies weighting to 43%. So now it used to be 41%, now it's 43%. And when yuan used to be 10%, it's now 12%. Well, I know it's a little closer. Let's be more specific. It used to be 41.73% for the U.S. And now it's 43.38%. The yuan used to be 10.92%. And now the yuan's weighted at 12.28%. Now, those went up. So what declined? Well, the euro declined. Going from 29, I mean, going from 30.93% down to 29.31%. This is what we saw. And the Japanese yen also fell from 8.33% to 7.59%, followed by, of course, the British pound from 8% down to 7.44%. Now, why did they do this? They say here, directors concurred that neither the COVID-19 pandemic nor advances in fintech have made any major impact on the relative roles of currencies in the SDR basket so far. So far. So why would they say that? Fintechs. That's just a weird thing to talk about. So we re, now this is right. So they re-weighted, re I'm trying to get that out. Re-weighted, right? The stuff, moving the dollar have more power. Chinese Yuan has more power. But then at the bottom here, why do they say Fintech have had, uh, Fintech have major, Let's try it again. Directors concur that neither C-19 nor advances in FinTech have had any major role on the relative impact of currencies in SDR baskets so far. Like, why would they say that? That's, that's the, that, that to me doesn't make any sense. They're hinting to you. Yet, here it comes, just not yet. Here it comes, just not yet. What do you think about that? Comment below. All right, let's get into the thread here. This is a thread by DeFi made here. DeFi underscore 
made underscore here. Thank you for this thread. It's a little long. I'm going to try to take about five minutes and get through this as fast as I can. Um, mainly because I don't want to spend five hours on this thread. But it's a good thread. And it's called The Consequences Outside of Terra After the Luna Collapse. Now, this is one thing I've started doing is looking at threads across the board to get a good idea. Okay, so here we go. We're just going to read it. It says, there were a lot of words spoken about UST, Luna, and Terra collapse, but can we evaluate the total damage to the DeFi space? Let's see. Now, this is really technical, and we're going to do our best to explain this. I'll just read it. There's a lot shown here. It's also in another language. Uh, he's trading in another language on these screenshots, so I'm not sure. I'll just tell you what it means. Okay, so number two, besides the complete wipeout of 50 of an approximately $50 billion chain, a lot of protocols outside of Terra were affected as well. First, first of all, people started removing their money from a risky asset, which caused temporary or complete DPEG of heavy imbalances in the liquidity pools of most of the algo pegged tokens. Uh, here's ETH showing the ETH slippage. Showing the exchange rate, showing the movement here. Uh, he also shows CRV. He also shows Tomb doing the same thing. We got three different uh, type of coins that are pegged, right? Pegged tokens all had issues. So not just Luminter, other people had issues. We all saw this. They sold like 84,000, 80,000 Bitcoin at the same time, which pushed the market down even more. Okay. Then fixed Forex stable coins also had some issues. People even started selling USDT. All of those stable coins had issues. And he says, and many others, but this is but this was investors' decision to abandon these projects. You can't really blame anyone. Unfortunately, there were many projects which suffered huge losses during the teller terror collapse due to other factors. Another one was Venus Protocol, suffered a $13.5 billion loss because Chainlink Oracle stopped updating the price of Luna below one penny. While the market price was a cent, I'm sorry, below 10 cents, while the market price was a penny. This allowed users to lend Luna and borrow against it 10x more assets than possible under normal conditions. And then here's a little thing by Venus, kind of backing that up. That's crazy. Oh boy, that, that hurt the company. The same issue happened to Blizzard Finance on Avalanche. According to DeFi Llama, TVL in the protocol went from 10, approximately 10 million to zero. Wow. It says the protocol has been drained before we could pause due to our time clock. Chainlink paused the Luna Oracle, allowed several attackers to deposit millions of Luna, which is still worth 10 cents, according. That is insane. Number 12. Grow Protocol was exposed to UST and one of their farming strategies. Team was continuously monitoring the situation but failed to take necessary actions to prevent huge losses. And you can see here, again, Curve Protocol, UDC, all that. Very high, very like, oh man, that, that, that stinks. They have fallen into the trap of over-reliance on the size of terror, reputable funds behind and others. And you can see here, they said they wanted to go, okay, Terra will be around for a while. Since Terra will be around for a while, we'll be around for a while, right? And so based on that, they went ahead and put their, back their truck up onto them. And so all these projects that fell when Terra fell, 
this is what's happened and didn't know what is this protocol but they have lost all the tbsl so this is mushroom finance they also lost out here it says a lot of lending protocols acquired a little to huge bad debt due to extreme market volatility and chain congestion but there is one protocol which did the worst possible thing to themselves and their investors Cava platform hard-coded UST to a dollar. Users were able to mint USDX native stablecoin from the Kava chain against UST at 99% LTV without risk of liquidation. After that, USDX was sold for other assets on the Kava swap. Man. I like the Kava platform, this person says. I think this is a promising US-based project within the Cosmos ecosystems with IBC transfers implemented, but they have made horrible mistakes. Own protocol and own stablecoin already have risks involved. Why would why would you put on top half of that risk associated with other stablecoins from another chain? Of course, USDX lost the peg as it was minted against zero value UST and dumped on the market right away. Zoom. So when all that dumped, the USDX dumped. It took several days for the team to change UST hard peg to Oracle price, which has, which was also much higher than market price. So people were still arguing, but with less pro profit. And then to restrict minting USDX against UST. Protocol had lost 300 million in TBL or approximately 50% in a few days. In addition to USDX collapse and restore investors faith. And we see this here, high, low, higher, low dump. Probably, this is one of the worst weeks in crypto history so far. I agree. I have not seen anything. COVID, COVID, C-19 was bad. But it happened, what, 72 hours in this, and it was over. You went to bed, crazy gone. See, the world shut down. But this was an attack on, this is an attack on crypto. It says that a lot of people are accountable for, for that besides Doquan and the team. A lot of crypto influencers were promoting Terra heavily and building their web and audience around it. I agree. I don't want to call their names. Everyone knows them, but people will actually forget them. Um, in my turn to regret that I was too delicate in wording my thread, UST, I didn't want to get a lot of hate from the t community. <laughs> okay, so this is what he said. Bitcoin plugs it in. I see now. And then Terra Luna is plugged into itself with Bitcoin trying to charge off Terra Luna. So he kind of said, I don't like this, but he got a lot of hate from it when he put this in there. And he says, this week gave us a lesson that there are even more risk involved in DeFi and might be indirectly affected by events happening on other protocols. If you like this thread, I would love it if you could share it by retweeting the first tweet. Thank you and stay safe. What do you guys think about that thread? That's an intense thread and he nailed it. I think he absolutely nailed it. He was right. I'm going to give him a follow after that thread. Got to give him a follow after that. Good thread by him. Even if you are into all those, made some sense talking about some other projects. So we appreciate you for that. Last but not least, let's go through one more thread. And this is more, I'm not going to, I don't know anything about these guys, uh, these projects at all. <laughs> these projects right now that they're getting ready to uh, go through, not a fan because I don't know them, but it says, so far, here are a list of Terra NFT projects, dApps, and where they are planning to migrate to. If 
you know more, feel free to add them below. And this is JaVinciCrypto.ust at Javinci underscore. So thank you for this, brother. If you get a chance, go look at these. These goes to um, Team Cujo. Go into the Cosmos chain app. You got Stone Ducks Lifestyle Club going to Ethereum. You got Hellcats NFT going to Solana. You got Hero NFT going to Solana. You got Smoked underscore Ape going to Solana. Genesis Wolf NT going to Solana. Lunar Flip going to Polygon. Um, anything else? Let's see. Anything else in here? Yeah. Okay. So that's so far. You know, and I, what I can't wait for, to be honest, is when all these projects begin to migrate over to, you know it, the one that we call ZXRP. Because that's where it comes. Things are coming on XRP Ledger, I think July or something like that. They're coming in. And so we will see how that plays out. In the meantime, guys, that's the end of this section. I think we're pretty much done here. What do you think about this? FTX boss? Bitcoin has no future. The dollar baskets? Chinese Yuan waiting? SDR baskets switching and changing? Thank you to the DeFi list here and about the consequences that it's a breakout and then when those projects are going. It's pretty much update there. So I appreciate you guys for hanging out with me. This is your boy Christian Israel and you are tuned into Christ in Crypto in the Morning. This right here though, guys, was our daily section topic. So please comment below, engage with us, do the social media thing. You know what it is. This is your boy Christian Israel. We're going to go to black and fade out and get up out of here and move on to the next section. Shall we? Let's fade to black. Hey guys, thanks for watching. Please make sure you like, subscribe, share this video, subscribe to this channel, and do the thing that people do on social media at Twitter, at TikTok, you know, new creation capital. Let us know, guys. Thanks so much. I hope you guys have a great day. Later, guys.